This is the Hour of Power with Ben and Courtney. Good afternoon. Coming to you from North Cal where the sun is hot and the winter is warm. Ben and I just wrapped up a tasty leg day like the true powerful men that we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. We left off last session with what makes you a champion? Mm-hmm. Or better yet, what is success to you? Courtney, do you want to talk a little bit about that? I will jump in right here. Success. Uh, I definitely define success for myself as really knowing myself. I don't want to say being aware of myself, but I probably define it as I really value seeing the world through a very clear lens. And so I think I can break it down into three parts, um, body, soul, and spirit. So body being my physical body, I really know what my body needs for exercise, how I feel when I'm stressed, um, what exercise routines I enjoy and commit to and how to get rest and stay rested. And so I really found that finding success in that area physically has helped set me up to be rested during the night. I also feel awake during the day. I eat well. Um, Yeah, just any routines I've found and really disciplined myself over the years um, has really helped set me up for um, just being vibrant. My my body actually feels vibrant. So yeah, (laughs) soul. Um, My soul is my center of my mind, will, and my emotions. That's what I can define soul as. And I've been healthy and successful in my soul um, area because I really sought, firstly, inner healing for emotions. So anything I was holding on to, I've figured out tools and been a part of courses which have equipped me with tools in how to uh, not just heal, but also be empowered to uh, continue in the process of ongoing healing and, yeah, just being able to form healthy Uh, relationships with other people, with myself, not holding on to um, any bitter resentments or judgments or, um, yeah, just all around inner healing, which has really helped my soul and my mind, will and emotions. And then also my spirit. So I can define spirit as the very essence of myself and myself being made alive in Christ and how my life is giving full expression to my spirit. So does that make sense? Have I defined that really? (laughs) That that makes a lot of sense. That was very concise. Um, I think that that's a great point that you need to take care of both the external things, the physical things in your life, and also the internal, the the mental and emotional and the spiritual. Because when you take care of the external things in your life, when you have good routines that will set up your internal life to be healthier, and when you take good care of the internal aspects of your life, like your your mental health and your thought life and your emotional life, that also will in turn play into your your physical life um, and your routine. So working in one area will have effects in all of the areas. Yeah, um, I just want to, sorry, I just want to also add that I think what I was trying to say is when I'm aware of what really motivates myself, what I tend to avoid, what I'm attracted to, what I desire, what frustrates me, what my problem solving abilities are and who the type of people that I naturally gravitate to any of all of that, you know, I think that really is going to build a solid ground for confidence and belief in myself. And I believe that success because then no matter what situation I will find myself in, I'm able to see it with a clear lens and try and evaluate myself 
clearly as well. So I'm not going to find myself with toxic people or toxic situations. I'm going to be able to quickly assess and move out of those. So, which obviously toxic situations really cause emotional, um, emotional yeah. problems as well. So, but even yeah. like Kobe was saying that how they both tie into one another. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? <laughs> Just leave it in there. That was my belly. My belly's in on this conversation too. Yeah, like even as you were saying, Kobe, <laughs> it's like you can break down spirit, soul, and body for the sake of understanding them as individual parts, but they're all still very much one being. They're all so connected for the purposes of, yes, they're tied into one another, and they sort of they work with one another sort of cyclical but uh, I'll leave that with you Courtney where are we going with this? Um, <laughs> also I just want to off of what you just said you were talking about your character and how that's allowed you to create a very controlled life where you know how you're going to react in different situations success is more so how you handle situations rather than the situations that you're in. So it's not necessarily what you've accomplished, but what allowed you to accomplish that thing. That's what makes a successful person is having the internal characteristics that allow yeah. you to, yeah. to create success. Precisely. Yeah, I don't think you can define success as just having a big business or having a lot of money in the bank or having a house with a certain amount of bedrooms because we can see in the world that that people are not completely fulfilled or happy by that. I think we did touch on that in the last episode as well. You know, if that was the equation for success, more people would be desiring that. So, yeah, I just believe that if you're going deep within yourself <clears throat> and you're able to go deep in connection and relationship with others and the world, then you're going to bring something valuable to yeah. whatever situation you find yourself in. So with all that being said, Ben, could you tell me a little bit about when you have felt the most successful in your life? Yeah, certainly. Uh, I'd like Courtney sort of spoke on spirit, soul, body, other language I could use around, again, identity is security, belonging, significance. Belonging in particular, the people that you're around, surrounded by, community, family, friends, however that looks. And significance is what am I doing within that grouping of people? What's my purpose that is beyond me? So it's sort of, it, like we've even spoke of before, it's two parts. There is who I am and understanding who I am, how I work, how I operate, uh, what I'm even, what, what are my desires, what am I more drawn to in life. But significance, I think, is also very much caught up in the people and the vision that I come alongside that is bigger than me. Uh, so it's looked, success has looked, I think it's looked different in varying times of my life. I don't know if it's like, I'm, I think it's, for, it's forever moving it's not like the same target because success when I was in younger years, say when I was bodybuilding or lifting weights or playing sports, success was tied into how well I was, say, growing in terms of strength or growing in terms of technical ability within soccer. Uh, it's also looked different within work. So as I've had gone through work that I haven't enjoyed doing, uh, I worked as in a trade and that was... Um, it was good. There's so many lessons that you learn within even doing a job that you aren't necessarily, you have that much attraction or appeal to because you do learn work ethic and you learn sticking through hard hardship or sticking through something till the end, even if you don't necessarily 
want to. And then that changed completely uh, and success looked again different when I found a vocation in the markets. And I was uh, in love with what I was doing and I found that that was very much fitting in line with my character traits, my personality, how I deal with people, my personal sort of nature. And immediately that gave me way more fulfillment. So yeah, again, it, it, it's looked different in different stages of my life and I think it forever changes. So I still would think that I'm the most successful I am now because all those things accumulate. They're not lost, they add on to one another. You know, even though I might be doing entirely different things, um, yeah, none of that's lost. Those lessons where I'm at. And now Courtney and I, obviously, we've left Australia. We're building a life together in America. We're reimagining what that looks like. And that's still, I, I view that still as a success as well. <laughs> Spirit fingers out here. That's, just, that's like the uh, when you're on um, Zoom calls for celebration. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, yeah, so again, like I view, um, I think I'm in the most successful position I am now, but it looks entirely different. And, and you know, you, it might look, you could weigh that differently or you could weigh that incorrectly because there's no job, maybe there's no income, but we're studying and we know that what we're doing and we're building a foundation, a baseline for, hey, where are we going to go with this now? And those lessons that we've learned have obviously been crucial, have helped us in the, in the place that we're at now. Yeah, so I hope that gives a a clear picture of sort of how it looks in my mind. I'll jump in because you did say something quite valid with what I was going to connect with. Yeah. Do we know the seven human needs? Should I touch on that? I'm not quite familiar. I'd appreciate if you could go through them. Seven human needs. I'm, you know, obviously we've got eat, food, shelter, yeah. all of that. So let's just put that aside. So we'd classify them as love, connection, growth, contribution, significance, variety, and certainty. So... I would like everyone who is listening just to answer within yourself, out of those human needs, what motivates you to go to work out of all seven? Mm. And you would know what motivates you by what you feel most frustrated or aggravated by at work or in relationships. And you will understand um, more kind of dialogue within yourself and how you are wired so, for example, um, for me, variety, growth and connection is really what motivates me to work, whether it was an environmental health officer, running competitive swimming club, when I was a Pilates instructor. Um, I really feel I was motivated by those top human needs. I think if I was to probably number them, variety would definitely be my first one. I feel like I need to have more change and uh, not knowing what's going to happen every day. Second would be growth. I really feel that when I'm growing personally, when I'm growing in my role, when I'm being challenged, I need that to feel like I'm motivated. Uh, mm. Connection with other people, employees, um, people in the community, whoever it is in the workplace uh, would be number three. Uh, my contribution would be number four. And then significance, love and certainty would be right at the bottom because I don't like to... <laughs> have the same things happen every day and that probably comes down to my type seven and your grand type of new new opportunities. So part of that is also figuring out yourself. That list is going to be prioritised differently for different people. Mm. So big, Courtney's very big on experiences and new things so you can see that come through in the the pattern there. So Kobe, where are you? There you are. What would you list as number one, two and three out of the human needs? Oh, man. Do you want me to show you them? Um, yeah, let me take a look at the list. Um, right off the bat, the first one that 
came to mind when you were reading them was love. Um, I definitely feel that I'm very motivated by love, and I have been since I was a child. Um, when I was young, it probably was almost very unhealthy because I would was just striving to perform to please people so that I could receive love from mm-hmm. them. Like I just wanted to feel like I had significance and I was contributing. Um, so you would say significance and contribution number two and three? Um, yeah, I would say I sought out significance through contribution in order to receive love. So yeah, I sought out significance in order to receive love. Um, yeah, you worded that pretty well. Dylan, I, who's our Mr. Behind the Scenes? Hello. Permission to chime. All right, so hearing all what we... Yeah, permission <laughs> yeah. to chime in. Dylan, just what we said, what would you say would be your top three? Uh, that's difficult due to how much my um, life has changed, my situation has changed for me to pick that. But I think the fact that I think that's an issue probably means that certainty, certainty is a really big one for me that I want to... Um, which I know is the opposite of you, Courtney, but just to know what I'm going to be doing each day to kind of have a plan for things and then have the ability to stick to that. Um, I think that makes me feel um, successful that I'm able to kind of set my goals, stick to it, and have that kind of consistency, which I think that also goes along with um, significance is, you know, when you're setting goals and achieving them, you feel like you're making a difference. You feel like you're actually doing something with your with your time and, you know, with your connection with other people, which I would say is probably my last one then, is... Um, when you know you're making a difference, when you're affecting the lives of people around you, you're building good connections. You you see the difference in those that you talk to. You see the way they interact with you, how it changes when they actually um, start to appreciate you more. They start to look for you more, and I I really like having that connection with other people. Where when you know if that person has a problem, or even if they want to celebrate something, that you're the one that they come to. I think. That's something that makes me feel significant is that the people around me think that I positively impact their life. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's great. I'd probably resonate very yeah. similarly with the pair of you. Yeah. I yeah, it would definitely be. Um, and I, and I've, I've, I can recall it being in an unhealthy way earlier on in life where I think acceptance is probably a big thing that motivates. And obviously, underpinning that is love and certainty, significance. But I would. I would very much in an unhealthy way through, I guess, what you're doing with people, how people are seeing you, how I'm interacting with others. My humour, I think, was a big part of that, um, how my humour tied into finding acceptance within certain social groups. So definitely, I think, like coming back to like in Christ, in God, sort of seeing myself and finding belonging in a healthy manner and seeing your value and your worth your security, belonging, significance, having those things tied up not primarily in people uh, has helped me, I think, help that to be reshaped in a healthy way where I can actually contribute and I can actually find significance with people but not be determined by that. Uh, But yeah, I'd probably rate it very similarly. So the thing that I'm getting from this past few minutes of discussion is that our value system tends to change as we experience more life and we learn what really do we hold close to our identity? Like, who are we really? 
So our journey to success in each season, in a certain season, we might feel like we're being successful, but as we go through experiences in life, we might look back on that and think, okay, maybe I wasn't being the most successful me I could be, and this is what I want to do differently, and this is the man that I actually want to be after going through this set of experiences. Um, so from my personal experience, I shared a little bit in the last episode about the landscaping business I had and um, the nursing degree I was pursuing. My life was very focused on externally, what could I accomplish? What could I achieve? How much money could I make? What um, social status could I achieve? What possessions could I attain? And at the time, I was like, why wouldn't I pursue all these things? It seems to make sense. The people mm -hmm. who have these things seem to be on the top of life, man. But yeah. um, you got there and figured out. I, I got there and I was finding no satisfaction in what I was doing. And ultimately, I think the Apostle Paul probably had it figured out a lot earlier than I did about 2,000 years ago when he said that through, through trials and through good times, I'm content. I've learned how to find joy in the good and the bad. So it's really about now taking a look at your internal world, so your spirituality, your mental health, um, your, your thought life. It's about taking a look at your internal world and becoming a person who knows who they are and who is content in their situation, but always driving for growth. That's good. Just when you said trial and conflict, it just brought up that immediate image. I don't know if you've ever heard of the plant. It's actually a native grass tree in Australia. The colloquial term is black boy. But um, the actual scientific term for it is Xanthia, Xanthorea, I think, Australis. And um, we see them a lot in Australia. I don't think America has them. But this grass tree, it's developed these adaptations that help it suit the environment where it occurs. So in Australia, we have bushfires during summer. And this actual particular grass tree has a special uh, physiological adaption called thermal insulation. And it helps protect this plant. And just what Kobe was saying is that it's like almost like these dead leaves around the stem of this plant. They serve as an insulation help to protect the plant against the heat of the fire. Mm -hmm. So we can actually talk about this image that the plant and its protection is kind of like your character, your character building, all these things that you built in the momentum of your life. And the fire, I mean, fire can be pictured as conflict, as problems, and how that kind of comes about. So this actual particular grass tree it actually needs the fire to clear away its dead leaves and promote flowering because they're actually slow-growing trees and um, the trees have developed a structural adaptation which helps the grass tree take advantage of not just the fire but also the soil which has been fertilised with producing flowers. So mm -hmm. I think that's a great picture for we sometimes need adversity and conflict to really grow our character, grow in our problem-solving abilities and most definitely grow in resilience. I find that resilience is one character trait that helps people become successful because they can deal with any negative situation or outcome 
and be able to grow from that and continue with momentum rather than just being floored by it. So I think, actually, I think we'll go into the next episode. We'll come to a conversation about resilience and and during adversity. There's no better way than during the heat of conflict and confrontation. So I think we'll dialogue on the most useful tool that anyone can really have in their arsenal, which is confrontation. And I think we'll dialogue about what it is, why do people avoid it, and how we can leverage ourselves from it rather than being victim to it. 